Hello, everybody. This is Travis Poppleton. And this is Terrence, the drummer, Abney. He's got two drumsticks. I don't know who left those in studio, but like, I have no idea when you're going to hear clicks in the background. But this is the Connecticut show where each week we take a new look at New England. Oh, sweet Jiminy. Yes. A new look at New England, which I thought about putting on the back of the shirt. But then for what seems like $30 a letter, I said, hey, maybe we keep that off for now until we get the. Was it $30 a letter? <laughs> no, I mean, was it by the letter, though? Was it charging per letter? I, I don't know the exact price, but yes, more or less, it charges like how many words on the back of the shirt. But I still may do some special editions. Terrence is currently working on the t-shirts that we have promised to send out to a few listeners and that we will keep for additional We got them. Uh, oh, you right, already got them? Right now, we're just looking for different color schemes. Wait, 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 wait. Do we have the shirt? The shirts or not? No, I mean, no, no. The shirts are on the, should be on the way. You've ordered them. We got them. That's fantastic. All right, great. So uh, those of us, those of you who have, we have promised to send the, the shirts out. That's great. They're on their, on their way here, and then we'll get your addresses if you've not already sent them and we will send them out to you i also want to note that there is like a childlike glee in terrence's eyes with those drumsticks and like i know we're not going to totally make it through this show without him somehow using those but it's like a it's like a kid on a holiday morning he's just uh too happy to have those in his hand these are on stage sticks too i don't know what that means i could do me that's the name of them that's what it reads on stage sticks i could do some damage with these on stage six. We do have some uh, good news to start the show off. We received one more correspondence from Sean. Hey, Sean. What's happening, doctor? Who has forgiven Terrence. And I appreciate that. Glad to hear. We did the retraction last week on the, on the, on the false statement that we made and the person that we had maybe offended, or at least we were inaccurate about uh, generalizing uh, was very kind enough, very compassionate, yeah. had a very big heart and said, hey, Connecticut show, I forgive you. Yes, that's right. And I don't know why you're saying me because I think it was mostly you. It was mostly me that said that there are no Connecticut show listeners at a Yard Goats game. I mean, the game was a long time ago. I don't remember the exact specifics of how everything went down. Um, I remember the exact specifics of how it all went down. Uh, it was on. It was on air. It was two two episodes ago, wasn't it? Who who remembers, right? <laughs> <laughs> is that show is that show even still you know in it's, syndicate right now? It's still out there. Tell you what, if you're interested, go out and listen. He did ask for one thing though. This was not a, an apology free or like an apolo- a free apology. Um, he actually asked for us to recap the origin of the show. Boom. And um, and I don't know when we, we spoke about this. I feel like we did early, early on. We talked about how the show came to be. But also, remember how we did those pilot episodes that yes. never aired? I wonder if maybe we talked about it there and it never actually aired. So we may have never actually explained where the show came from. We owe you some we owe you some episodes. Or you can no. go online and listen to them. That's not true either. Actually it it is true on one because we missed a week and then we aired one of the pilot episodes to fill in where we weren't coming in. We had three pilots, right? Or four. We did I'm gonna say four. We did three and then I think we did like one here and like just axed it. So, so here's we called that a pilot. 
I'm glad I'm glad we I'm glad we're here. This comes back to their previous point. If you can't remember that, how can you remember what happened at the Yard Goes game? Boom. I mean, that's sound logic. If I can't remember what happened pre-25 episodes ago, how could I possibly remember what happened two episodes ago? Valid point. I'm glad you just made that. Yeah, no. Thank you for setting me straight on that, Terrence. No, you just said it yourself. You just said, yeah. if you can't remember that, how can you remember that? It is one-to-one. -one. I just agree. Wow. Thank you. Just agree. I'm not sure how that's going to come across. I just agree with you Thank on you. that. You're welcome. <laughs> I love I love how you turn that whole thing around so you're like, I'm thanking you for being wrong. Very nice. Nicely done. With that said, Terrence, do you remember where this all came from, where this all started? Yes. Okay. Let, since you know you can remember two episodes back and 25 episodes back, why don't you take us to the beginning of the show? The origin story. The origin story. So I was born on a planet with a dying sun. Wow. And my parents put me in a Volkswagen Jetta yeah, and sent me here to Stores, Connecticut. Totally reasonable. If I were to send someone off of a dying planet, the Jetta is probably the vessel I would use to. Yes, yes. Smart, smart parents. Yes, it was electric, electric hybrid. Um, wow. when, I, when I got here, I actually got superpowers from the days being shorter and then... I became the Connecticut show. Wow. With my assistant, <laughs> Travis Poppleton. All right. Who has no powers. He's kind of like, kind of like Robin without the shorts. No, I'm like the, the cool Jimmy Olsen rubber. of this story. I, I basically am just here to report on you. I tried to make it better like you're a real fighter, but you're right. Yeah. You report, you don't do any fighting. When and that's the Connecticut show start. Before the show started, Terrence came in, he was on the phone and he was like, hey, I'm, I'm here, uh, I'm this guy's co-host or something. Very different story when you were on the phone before. And I was like, I was very gracious. I was like, what are you talking about? I'm your co-host. And Man, you, uh, you're having some real revisionist history today. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Maybe that's not how it went down. All right. So I think hey, that is Shout right. out to Vivian. Shout out to Vivian. I who's going to listen to the show now? I think that's correct though. Like the way that you pitched that is exactly how I remember. Uh, I saw the article about the Jetta that came from a, a planet with a dying sun. Totally remember that. The powers have not, not seen, but I believe you. Why would you lie about that? Is that a question? Yeah, you wouldn't. So we'll just, we'll just take that <laughs> okay. as fact. And yeah, I'm your co-host. This all checks out. I'm glad you say so. I'm just agreeing with you. Yes, you just said you just you just <laughs> said it you all. You just said it all. Uh, there's another version of this that's out there. Maybe it's apocryphal. Maybe it's like uh, a version that's Ooh. less true. Rewind, yeah. Travis, with the bucolic words again. Say that again, player. Uh, you know what word you just said? Apocryphal. Ooh, we we say, talked say, about say that one more time. Maybe doing a word a day. Apocryphal is Ooh, uh, spell it. No. <laughs> so yeah, apocryphal. I'm That's pretty sure. Go. Hey. Yeah. Um, now, for everybody who doesn't know, because I obviously know what it means, <laughs> why do you tell us what that word means, Travis? Uh, the way that I understand that word is that in uh, scripture, and I think this is specifically biblical, there are the stories, and I'm sorry if there's suddenly a loud burst of music. Um, oh, I, 
I was like, is there? Yeah, no, that's not us. That's the other studio. <laughs> hey, so I was like, are you playing music while you get to get the definition? No, I'm not. That would have been great, though. Um, there are like, I think there's like stories. Mm-hmm. I, I usually hear this in religious terms, but there mm-hmm. are like stories that may or not be true, may or may not be true, and people would refer to those as apocryphal. They're not canon. Got you. Right. You so, know what that deserves? What does that deserve? A drumstick. Uh, yeah, of course it does. <laughs> That, oh man, right. well They're deserved. Down. They're well down. deserved. All right, let's get to. I'm playing too much. Let's get to the story. the apocryphal version of this story. So yeah, we have a dad's group in the neighborhood. Me, you, and neighbor Dave, and actually, randomly one day, pretty randomly, you you text us and was and asked. Hey, have any of you ever thought about doing a podcast? And Dave said, uh, no. <laughs> Dave, Dave was kind of out right away. Dave yeah. was Dave was out right away. Let me let me back up and prequel. So in Salt Lake, um, when I was living there, I was a film critic for about 10 years, and we did multiple shows. And multiple shows that they were award-winning podcasts. Award winning. I, I agree. I only bring this up because your your friend said this should be an award winning podcast. <laughs> um, and so, like when I came here, I was still I had I had all the equipment, I had the mics and everything, and I was like, oh, we should probably pick up something here, probably not film. Um, so that was on my mind. So it may have been random to you, but less random to me. So right. Keep going. Yeah. So I I guess it was random to me because we had never spoke about spoken about it before. Right. But. Actually, I guess just as random back, I told you, you know what? I've been practicing and trying to get up a podcast. Uh, I had done I had done some recordings, and I sent them over to Travis. And Travis sent me one of his about a scary ghost story. That's which is very scary. Seems to be a theme with Travis, but yeah, I th- you know it wasn't the even. I don't even think it was a ghost story. I think it was just a podcast, and y'all were talking about experiences you all have had. Because you are very adamant that you did not believe in spirits. And your friends were kind of like, it might be some spirits out there. But yeah, that's exactly the episode. There was a Halloween episode that it's we did that. where we were recapping uh, Halloween movies that scared us. So scary movies that scared us as kids. And then like that topic led us into personal accounts of right. those stories. And I grew up in a house that that many people would say is haunted. But we can revisit this on on our next Halloween episode, which Ooh, is coming. I thought it was coming. Um, so yeah, I sent that to you. You sent me yours. I was like, oh my god, yeah, let's totally do this. Travis had be- much better sound quality on his, and I had a, I had what I thought was a decent mic, good mic, solid mic. Yeah, for for a gamer, maybe. What was important though was like you did the show yourself with me. The show that I sent you was me and two other people. And usually that was the case with my previous shows that I was part of. It was in studio with other people who were doing, like we were at a KSL studios. And so it was people who were on the radio all the time. And all I really did did was show up right. and like contribute what I thought about film. And so like when you sent yours, it was, I can't remember how long ago, but it was like, it was all you. Right. And I was like, Great, because I'm not sure that I want to do a show like where I'm carrying it. And if you could do the whole show yourself, fantastic. I could go back to that yeah. role 
where I just like chime in and I'm like, oh yeah, I saw that movie. Right, I did a couple. At, I think I, I at that time I'd done two of just me talking, which right, which was funny. I think I was telling you this. That was how I learned that. Hey, maybe I can do a podcast, especially if I have a partner. But I thought, you know, it's possible I could do some short, you know, versions of of these myself also. Because I will say, if you ever think that you can just get on the microphone and talk about anything, that might be true. But doing that by yourself, as I think I was telling you, this was like extremely nerve wracking. And like, even though you're by yourself under a sheet in a room by yourself, except when the kids run in and you got to stop recording, it's extremely nerve wracking because I think the thing that got me with doing it with you was, I can have like a call and response to use another right. church term. Right. It's like we, we're we here, we're in the studio together for the most part. You can answer a question, I can answer a question. So yeah, we just said we'll be all in and then a month passed by. Yeah, but but what's interesting- <laughs> or, or two. Going back to neighbor Dave, he was like, this is a terrible idea. And and he, he, he made a valid point, which was you can't take it back, right? Like- if you say something on that, then it's out there forever and people will always have access to that thing that you said that may not be cool anymore. And he didn't want any sort of historical record of the three dads in the neighborhood talking about goodness knows what, right? Right. Totally respect that. But oh, it, yeah. it took all of one second for Dave to be like, nah, I'm out. I'll probably respond the next day. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, so yeah, so we're like, yeah, let's do it. But it was absolutely on the that road uh to hell what's it called the the road to hell is paved with good intentions absolutely yes like it it was shelved as soon as we talked about it it went on the shelf i'm not sure why we came back and revisited it if i'm recalling correctly i emailed you back and said hey you still want to do this and you were like oh yeah totally because if i'm remembering correctly you were kind of after dave's response and then our lack of talking about it because you know we've seen each other after then a couple of times and spoke but we never spoke about the podcast and is then, this during quarantine by the way it wasn't too long after quarantine started because yeah, so that that might have also played into this like we weren't getting together at that time right so that might have contributed to the fact that this got shelved right away and we had a couple when we had a couple of walks distance and with face mask on I imagine we had a couple of the walks around the neighborhood because you know at that time we were all working from home well I should say I was working from home and no I think we all were we had <laughs> yeah, like this... y'all were just working as usual <laughs> yeah Dave, neighbor Dave and I both work from home normally uh, and then like we had like this Friday hey is everyone healthy meeting mm-hmm. kind of like a zoom call or something and I don't think anyone ever turned on their camera but we would check in um, and occasionally we would like just to get out of the house, we would go on these walks, but we all had masks on. And I think we were, were a healthy distance from each other. And those were, those were sad times because it's half not a, fun to walk in half Connecticut. A foot. Yeah. Connecticut summers with a mask on is not the time you want to go for a mile or two mile walk, but we did it. You had to get out of the house, right? Oh, this Connecticut summers get you real sweaty and salty that boy. Yeah. So then, yes. Okay. I'm assuming that you were correct, that you sent that email. And then we just like, I remember specifically, uh, we didn't know that there was the uh, availability to do 
a radio show. Right. So we were just going to put out a podcast. And the thing that we kept talking about, especially on those walks, was just the things that we tripped up on here. Mm -hmm. We both had come here. All three of us had come here. Dave and I both came from California, but I think Dave's a Michigan man, if right. I remember correctly. Um, and we would be like, so is this what it's like from your corner of the country? Right. And that was kind of the the birthplace of the topic. Mm -hmm. We're like, well, we could talk about this because we're always talking about Yeah, like this. Dave would say, even, even before this climate change stuff, Michigan got way more snow. And we would all talk about in general how we were trying to pick up on the subtleties of, so, so I messed that word up, but you can, everybody can hear that. Don't, don't edit it out. But okay. we, we, we messed up on the, on just the culture of like how people interact. Like, are they being nice? Are they not being nice? Are they respecting our space? Because the neighborhood, as you know, is very, we thought it was odd because we spoke to people as people, people would speak to you, but it wasn't like they were really trying to get to know you. It, it took at least two years for us to even really talk as neighbors. Mm -hmm. I was aware of you. We had pleasant conversations when you would walk by. Same with neighbor Dave but we hadn't actually done anything. Right. There was no event that brought us together and made us say, hey, we're actually neighbors. Right. Um, I'm not even sure what the kickoff on that was, but it took a good two years before I felt like I knew anyone in the area. It was very slow going and very isolating. I, and, I, I, and I think that was one of the things we talked about. I think we decided, so first we had the pumpkin, pumpkin carving, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. one of those. And then... And I can't remember because you had something one time too. So I can't remember whose house was that, but I know we definitely had one at Dave's and you invited us to one. But one of our first big kickoffs was UConn football. Did we do that? Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think it was and a we, safe thing. I don't even know yeah. how we started to do it, but I know UConn football during COVID was a very safe place to be. It was, <laughs> so it took me a minute to get that. So we're, <laughs> we weren't a winning team at the time. And what was interesting, like when we went there, <laughs> when we went to that first game, you know, it was during quarantine, right? Yes. Uh, and so not a lot of people, I well, think, were going to public places. Not quarantine, but it was, it was still COVID all the restrictions yeah. were still up. So not a lot of people were going to public places, but also not a lot of people were going to UConn games, even if all the the restrictions had been lifted. So it was great because we got to see every corner of the stadium like, hey, what would it be like if we went there? Because there was no one over there. Uh, so we felt very safe. We were not getting COVID that day. Um, and yeah, so we're we're having these conversations. Terrence has already talked about doing a show himself. I was coming from doing several shows. And then uh, I remember like the first one we did talk about. I remember talking about this just a few episodes back where we had like, we had my mics and we were trying to get like a room with less echo a recording room and travis ordered so well actually we i think I, we put the picture of that first episode yes that first pilot we put it on insta for like a day it was a story it wasn't a real picture it doesn't exist now but it was a story for like i don't know 24 hours or whatever and the first episode was rust so we ended up 
again, we're going back and forth. We hung out a couple more times. Then one day we really just said, let's do it. Like we talked about what we want to speak about. And I think we have been talking about, we have been talking about tolls. <laughs> right. And right. our trips here. And we decided like, you know, <laughs> right. this has to be and in, in hindsight, us talking about it was probably much funnier than it was on the podcast. Cause you know, in the, in the real moment, you know, I was in stitches. I don't know how funny it was when we told stories on the podcast. It was hard to re- hard to recreate those moments, but I think that's when we really got the feeling of we could talk about this and talk about some of the other places that we go as we just as we experience this area as people who are, who aren't from here who are actually at this point been here for some years, especially me, and we're still sometimes trying to figure out. Is this a New England thing, or is this is it just me? Right, and, and we said, hey, let's let's put it on wax. I I think what like ultimately when we decided to do it, it was like, what is the question we're trying to answer? What is the point of this? And it was the idea that we weren't the only people that wanted to know, and not only were we not the only people that wanted to know, there were people traveling here who were going to get this in like a bite size experience, and then there were people talking about moving here. And we wanted to talk about the things that they might consider. What are the good school districts? How do you figure that out? And then also there were the people that lived here who were going to have a more experienced uh, feedback. And which is that between those three audiences, we would have at least a good conversation, right? Yeah, why not? And we kept bumping into people before then. We we bumped into neighbors who would say things and some of those things we have uh, alluded to on the show. We... Not so long after we really started. Again, that's what, you know, we kept getting the information. Like, you know, we could probably do this. We we had the stolen deer head that we were like, we got to talk about this. Did we talk about We talked about it on the pilot. We didn't talk about it here, did we? You know what? We need to revisit that. Yeah, I don't want to tell the story twice, but it was a good story. <laughs> it was, no, actually, let's, let's just revisit it right now because it's it's one of the quirky things. So Terrence and I are out walking. And it's around the wealth thing too, because that was the same day the person was saying, I own all this land around here. And yeah, goodness. Terrence and I are out in the walk. Let's let's recap this. And I'm not sure if we've done the show yet, but my goodness, this is every reason to do the show. We're out walking. And it's not uncommon, especially in this area, to be walking and like to see your neighbors walking as well. People get Absolutely. out here. And no sidewalks, but a lot of walking. A lot of life risking here. And we meet up with someone Terrence knows you'll be surprised to hear. Uh and we start talking to them and he tells a story of how he found this beautiful, I don't know what the animal was. It, it was, was a 12 point deer skull. Okay. So this is beautiful skull and he found it and he showed his neighbor and his neighbor was like, you got that from my property. Right. And he was like, I know I got it from my property. Somehow that spirals into a conversation and these two are not speaking these two <laughs> right. have not spoken since the skull incident and like from my perspective they they were just talking gibberish there was nothing about this conversation that and I by understood. the way we did see the skull and it is i don't think i did did you see it later oh i have i did okay see it so then. you see it is it it's a it was a deer skull with with antlers that you had. Terrence to has the, the <laughs> drumsticks up to his ears, not to his ears, but it's like a, to like he's got horns. He just loves these drumsticks so much. Okay, keep going. It, it, it related well for this, and and it was it what it wasn't like it was massive. It's not like when you go into 
one of those places that have the heads on the wall and you see it's a regular deer. It was just a, it was a skull. It was like the bones. Oh, it wasn't even like this trophy skull. It was a pretty standard it skull. It was the bones from inside the skull that had probably been there for, you know, years. Because it was just, the, it was more or less just the head he picked up. And he was saying, of course, the na- the neighbor saw them walking on his camera some type of way. And once the neighbor saw that, he assumed that the person that we knew lied about getting the deer head from his property because he saw him on his camera walking around because I think there's just a path or something through his backyard. So he said, you must have got it from my property and you lied about it. So I remember asking, like, really? Like he... He felt like you secretly go onto his property looking for deer skulls. Like, what is it here? But to me, this was just the most, uh, that nothing, it was like an episode of the Twilight Zone, that these two neighbors were feuding over something that meant so little to me. Right. I was like, hey, if you ever want to go walk on my property and look for deer school, more power to you. If you find it, please get it off my property. <laughs> it, everything about it was so weird. And then while we're having that conversation that I am just not the right audience for, right? another person joins us and cannot stop talking about how much land he owns. Like it is it is not natural. It, we're talking, let's say we're talking about uh, old TV shows we watched. And it would be like, we're like, oh, you know what show I used to watch in the 70s? It reminds me of all the land I own. You know, like it was that <laughs> it weird. Was, it was not part of the conversation. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Just, he just thrown in over and over. We said again. something about land, and it reminded him of how, you know, of of what he had. I imagine. And and if we had not decided on doing the show yet, that conversation was absolutely like the kickoff of. We have to talk about this because I don't understand it. And maybe other people don't understand this either. And the other people in the conversation, I almost said the name, but I won't. But um, I don't know uh, these uh, names. Other people in the conversation were like listening and talking like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and you were both looking at each other like, are we missing something? Or <laughs> did he come in here talking about something else? And is just bragging about what he owns for the heck of it because it right. does not relate. It's. It's not Although, like you said, I own, you know, I own some land here and y'all feel free to go back here if you want to. No problem. That's that's not what he said. And actually, if I if we look at it from the conversation we were having, I would assume he was saying, if you go on my land, I might shoot you. <laughs> right. Yeah. To be fair, like I couldn't totally say that what he was saying was out of place because I was already so confused by the conversation. Maybe somehow his land did play into the broader conversation that I was missing. But that conversation solidified that I that I hadn't grown up here, right? Like the conversations that people have naturally were right. not conversations that I fit into easily. I was not part of the puzzle that that was cut out correctly for this. Right. I've learned a lot since then. Uh, I feel like I still wouldn't, to this day, I still would not know how to talk in that specific conversation. There's nothing about a deer skull I care about. There's absolutely nothing. Terrence, you and I have a lot of like, just forest in our backyard. 
I just assume people are back there from time to time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I don't think twice about it. It's so far back there. Right. Um, and if you're out there, like, trying to take pictures, like, sometimes I'll go back there for photography, especially during autumn. I'm not entirely sure if I'm on my neighbor's property or not, but it's so far back. I'm pretty sure they don't care. But now I'm wondering if they do. You know what else is super weird here while we're on this conversation? So um, in Salt Lake, we had an issue where our tree was growing into someone's property. Right. And they came over to talk to us about it and they wanted us to pay to have it cut back. Right. That makes sense to me. Like our, our, our property is growing into their property. Right. So then when we get here, a neighbor comes over and they're like, you have trees growing into our property and I'd like to have it cut back. And we're like, ah, oh, all right. We're not really budgeted for this, but, and she's like, I'll pay for it. Like, I want to pay for it all. I just want to make sure it's okay. And it was like a totally different mentality. The trees were sacred. I still don't get it. I still don't get why she wanted to pay for us to cut trees that interfered with her property line. Right. It still feels like we should have paid, but because she offered, we're like, it's all yours. Hey, cut them you, all down. I remember this telling story. Yeah. It turns out we have a lot of trees. Yes. If if every night you came and stole a tree from our from our yard, it would be a couple of years before we even noticed. Right. So yeah, we're like, have at it, do whatever you want. And, was, and I think one of the other stories is that actually that was another story that we spoke about that you were like, is that something? I don't know. And, yeah. You know, again, and a lot of it was really just the culture, like conversations that we have here that we don't have other places for the most part, and perhaps some similar stories too. But most of them were stories of like. We'd be talking to each other like, is this wild to you? Because you remember I told you the story about the person who used to stay where you're at before and how people would say. So we have a couple of people who have horses around our neighborhood and they ride the horses. And one of them was telling me one day that they used to ride and they used to ride through in my backyard a little bit. And I was like, oh, that's fine. If you do, just, just you know, come on through. You know, watch out for the kids, but I, I don't mind. And she was like, yeah, I used to ride through here more, but the lady who used to stay in that house, referring to your house, she gets so upset when we ride through, and then she'd come out, and she, she'd be upset if when she'd be like, pick up, the, pick up your horse poop. Your horse defecated here. You can't be riding here and doing this. And she was like, she was just so mean about it. And I remember thinking, know if i thought like for you to like have your horse just poop in my yard either yeah, not. Uh, i quite sympathized with the person <laughs> yeah like hey but it seemed it, like it should be okay it, it makes sense like yeah. i was trying to figure out you know one of those things like and of course this was a woman who was not this is a woman who they were not from connecticut originally i think they were actually from another country but i found myself more siding with the woman who was asking right. why do you let your horse poop in my yard can you tell me who the good guy and the bad guy is in this story because I am totally right. lost and I'm not sure who I'm supposed to sympathize with I'm not sure if you feel comfortable with this but can you tell the conversation about when you were taking someone from someone was moving and they offered you a, oh, a piece yes. of furniture of course I can tell this story this, this is one of those this is an additional thing right now. Is this no, a New England? You thing? didn't come. You didn't come. I think that I don't. Was, I wasn't even here yet. This was before I. Moved. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Another one of those stories that we were talking about. So neighbor Dave was there. So I get. We have a friend of ours who's moving, 
And no, you were here, but they moved right, right after you got here, I believe. I'll, I'll just say I am completely yeah. unaware of the neighbors who lived there. Um, so you're, if yeah, whether I was there or right. not, I, I was, remember. it, it was, was early. so, yeah, it was so new that I just have no recollection of them moving in or out or who they could have possibly. It was been. early. Yeah. yeah. So very, very nice woman and very nice woman and man, nice couple, but they, they were older, they were reti retired and they were moving. And so they come to Velda, by the way, and they were like, Hey, we have some things here. You know, I think it was like a dresser, a bed, you know, y'all can take it if you want. If not, I'm going to drop it off at the shelter and it was like yeah cool and so they're like you probably need some help whatever whatever and the husband had said some things that was i won't say that made you raise your eyebrow when you're like oh interesting but one day i said hey we're coming tomorrow i'm gonna have my friends come well, we're gonna bring his truck and we'll just drive it across the street so we come there he says, hey, before you start moving, puts a form down and says, you know, can y'all sign this? Pushes it over. And he's like, it's just it's just some insurance. The form reads more or less. And so another tidbit, his son was an attorney. Very legal jargon. But long story short, it says we agree in moving this stuff that we wanted you to take because we don't want to move it anywhere ourselves, more or less. That part wasn't in the paper, but that's how I took it. And in, in moving these items and taking them to your house, we promise not to sue you for any injury or anything else that happens in the result of us moving this furniture out of your house in two hours. And I was so hot. I, I really wanted to say, keep your stuff. I do not want it. And I start. I, I wanted to kick it on my way out. I, I was furious. And a couple of my friends, well, f first I will say, Neighbor Dave thought that was a little odd. Yeah, I was going to ask. I don't know that I ever got Neighbor Dave's take on that. He thought it was a little odd. It, and it wasn't that intellectually we don't get it. We understand that this is a litigation state or country or just work. People sue. But at the same time, we were like, wow, that is... is that is just bizarre. I've never had anybody do that. I've had people make jokes about, hey, don't get hurt. We don't have good insurance at the house, whatever. But At I, most, right? It, yeah. It's, yeah, joke. I've never heard anybody heard of anybody actually pulling that out. Like if it, it was made for TV in the moment. Ironically, though, the other person who helped us move, he read it and was like, oh, okay. And, right? I, yeah. and I was like, and he's from, and he's from New England. And I was just, it, so that made me wonder. Maybe, again, I'm not saying I'm right or wrong. And intellectually, and I guess, you know, legally, I understand why you might do something like that. But it's just not something I would do. And maybe that's why Maybe that's why the rich stay rich and the poor keep getting poor. Or, you know, I'm listening to you. When you told me the story, I was like, there's no way I would have taken that furniture. I would have like, I would have saw that and just walked out and been like, I'm doing you the favor. Like, what is this? Why go the extra step and be a, pick a non-offensive word? Like, why be that? Right. To your point though, someone else from a, a, who's grown up here in Connecticut was like, sure, no problem. And 
it is totally one of those things where I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know if that's just something you roll with and maybe I need to expand my understanding or maybe, and this is more important, maybe I need to be on guard more. Like maybe I need to be more aware that someone might sue me at the first opportunity. Maybe that should have been a, a sign that I am way too naive, but my default is, was your default. Like my knee jerk reaction to that was like, oh, you could take your furniture and here's 50 places you can put it. Yeah. And the friends and it made and I knew we, I knew we were not like friends. These, these weren't my buddies. Like, again, that we met them when we moved here. They were very nice. We've spoken before and they've been over. We even and they've looked out for us before, you know, and vice versa. But in saying that, that's why even though we're not the besties, I was not expecting that. Like I would even understand that more if this was if I was a random person or you had never spoken to me before and you could, you're thinking like, Hey, let me do this just in case. Cause I don't know them at all. Like it, it was just more like, I'm a little offended. Like, do you think I'm this type of person like that? that I'm going to fake a fall. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. And, and I don't know if we've talked about this on the show, but also uh, at least in the state of Utah, when you buy a house, you just deal with the real estate agents and you st- you deal with the, the mortgage companies. Here, I think we have talked about this. Here you actually have a lawyer. It's basically, I don't know if you had this when you bought your house, but we sat down across from the people we were buying the yes, house from. We did. Their lawyer on one side, our lawyer that we had met literally five minutes before we went into that room. There's no way they were representing us because... We had no idea who we were. What we, we only wanted. had we only had one attorney there, but yes, we did the same. And, and a real estate agent was there. And it was it was straight up awkward. It was a little bit cool to know that there was this person who was our advocate on the side, but at the same time, I just wanted to sign papers and move on. The whole courtroom scene was nothing I was mm-hmm. expecting here. I think we did talk on it, yes. but like these are definitely going back to the origin stories. These are the things that were very unfamiliar to me. Right. And I went back asking my friends who bought houses other places, like, hey, did y'all do it like this? And everybody here said, oh, yeah. And, of course, other friends, I, I, wouldn't, I was not familiar with it. And the other thing we spoke about was just how early it gets dark once the daylight savings hits. Yeah, and you, the, you were pretty. Sets in. <laughs> yeah. There's no sky here. So that's the other thing. Uh, I grew up in a state that had a lot of sky and then went to another state that had a lot of sky. When you first come to Connecticut, the sky, it's like the vegetation here is trying to like block it out actively. What we do as humans is try to cut back as many trees as we can so we can see the night sky. Yeah, you go to Horse Barn Hill to get nice views or somewhere yeah. like that. But once you're in some of these neighborhoods, specifically some of these neighborhoods with a lot of the foliage. Yeah. So when it gets dark, it gets really dark. Right. However, if you go anywhere to see the sky, there's almost no light pollution. Like you just have these gorgeous vistas if you find a place. Um, but I was not prepared for how little light coming from Southern California to here where I'm taking vitamin D pills. <laughs> that's shocking. You know, like I went from Southern California he's, to he's a He's not exaggerating, state. by the no, way. You must take vitamin D pills if you come live in the state of Connecticut. Yeah. So, yeah, these are these are the things. These are the things we're kicking around on our walks. 
and and we're like we can't be yeah, the only is, people having these conversations. Memory lane. Yeah. By the way, we were the only people having these conversations. This seems <laughs> to us. Uh, yeah. Oh, but I will say when we first reached out to like that little community uh, message board and said, "Hey, what are some things that uh, that you've experienced being new to to New England?" Get a life. Get a life. Oh no, man, that was so get a good. hobby. Get a hobby. Get a hobby it was so darn good. Um, I still feel like people had similar experiences. You know, there are some cultural things that that you have to adjust to. Um, when my daughter, when we were moving from Salt Lake to here, my daughter told her teacher uh, moving to Connecticut and he just went, oh, culture shock. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so right. Just so right. Like there's a lot of adjusting to do here. So the tolls. And then I guess fast forward a little bit more. We started we did our, we did those pilot ep- what we called our pilot episodes which we to be honest we didn't know they were going to be our pilot episodes at first we had some recordings that we ditched but then we recorded one recorded two recorded three maybe one more and then i suggested like i was like hey we can use the studio on on campus i do believe and then we made some calls yeah not only did we end up the studio they're like oh do you want airtime you could be on the radio I'm right. Like, oh, we're so ready for that. We did three pilot episodes. Yeah. <laughs> we're practically three episode <laughs> professionals. You are welcome, Connecticut. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then that, that actually threw us back a a couple of months because we you know we took the class. Well, right, 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 right. I took, I came for a class and then we had the, we had a, we, we had a, what, what would you call it, Travis? We had a slight recording scare the first time we came, and then we took some other classes and realized that we were good. So the very (laughs) first time, okay, so the very first time that we come and do the show in studio, I had done the classes or I had not done the classes? We had both done, it was, was it called a class or a tutorial? We did a tutorial on how to use use the equipment in here with one of the staffers. You are so you have to get air check, right? Like they, ha- you have to get. Uh, I can't remember exactly what they call it, but you have to get a pass that says you know the rules for being on air. Right. I don't think we passed that yet. No, there's no way we did because we weren't even aware that we weren't supposed to be here. No. So we come here after hours. There's one person here who lets us in, and he's like, "Are you guys covering the sports game?" And we're like, "No." And he's like, "Okay." We have no codes, like we have no access to anything. And this very kind, but a little bit naive person is like just putting codes in for us. Right. We get into this studio, the same studio that we're in right now. And I have no idea, like if this is going out live or if this is recording. Not only that, I'm expecting to see something very specific. I'm expecting to see two tracks. I'm expecting to see when Terrence is speaking, that to be on one track, and when I'm speaking, it to be on another track. And we just we never pulled that off because our tutorial was actually it wasn't actually in this studio. It was in the next studio. Right. We had and like that's, a, that's what it was. We had like a <laughs> ten minute. Some some very kind person here was like, oh yeah, this is how it all works. You're gonna want to get air cleared or whatever. Some other time, but yeah, you can come here and do a podcast whenever yeah, you want. You can, yeah, we can record. We're it. fine. We're fine. And um, so then, what can I, I noticed say this real quick, yeah, and go to ahead. make this better, when I say we were in the next studio, this studio and the next studio 
are like ice. They're same element, but one is yeah. a solid, one is a gas. Like that, yeah, like, that that's beginner, and this is advanced for sure. Right? We're, yeah, we're talking uh, a very different experience from one studio to the next. And what was happening? I was. I remember him specifically saying that one's not on air. The one that we're in now, that one's not live. Right. However, every time <laughs> we clicked on something, it said on air. Right. And so we're like, we've been talking like 10 minutes, total nonsense. Has that been going out over the radio? We didn't know. And then we did the show. Did we ever release that show? Like everything we, went wrong that episode. We we were supposed to do an hour long episode. We were here for a good three hours. I'm not even sure we got a trying recording. To, trying to figure out, we did, we did record, but, well, excuse me, we thought we recorded, but you couldn't pull it up. You remember, because something, we just, again, yeah, it well, was it that was computer bad. and this computer didn't match. And so we were just like, eh, we'll figure it out. We didn't say, eh, we were all like, <laughs> we, for a while, it's, we were really calm just go. and like rational about it. No frustration at all. We were like, well, you know, these things happen. And Terrence was like, and you know what? Life is still good. It was, it was just a really beautiful, optimistic moment between both of us. You know what, though? You're not really exaggerating. We wasn't really, we were not really stressing. I don't remember. I, I was stressing that we were on air. The stress came yeah. the stress came like a, the next day or you're like, you know what? I'm not certain we wasn't on air and there's something out there, <laughs> there's something out there of us just talking randoms whatever and then we weren't on the radio. So we were kinda waiting on a call or an email and never got it. Learned we had to do something more official and also learned that uh we probably shouldn't have been in here that day because yeah. the studio was apparently closed and we we did not have after hour passes. Right. Um it was wonderful. So then I come and do the classes. You still have not done them. No. I come and the first class that I'm doing I boycott it because of that. Yeah. The first class I'm doing, the the mentor or whatever they call them, I was like, so just to be clear, the studio does not go live on air. He's like, no, no, no. And then like 15 times he never caught on like how overly concerned I was, but he was like, it was kind of like that guy who kept bringing up land. It, <laughs> it was like that. He'd be like, so here's, here's how you, uh, here's how you make sure that the monitor from this room is not playing in the other studio. And I was like, oh, you know what that reminds me of? Does this one go on air by chance? <laughs> and so, uh, like, this guy just doesn't get it. <laughs> I don't know, honestly. Going back to your point at the very beginning of the show, I don't remember our first show. Like, I don't remember when we came in here the first morning, afternoon, evening to do the first show. I'm also not willing to go back and listen to the first show. Like, I imagine it's so cringy that I wouldn't want to hear our episode one. But at the same time, I'm kind of curious, like yeah. if I listened to it, if I would remember, but I, I, at this moment, I have no memory of how episode one went. Do you think our pilots were probably better? Our first three pilots were better than our first three episodes? I, I don't know. I have no opinion on that. That should be a, con that should be a contest there. I, I actually liked our, our pilot episodes because we ultimately ended up in my backyard. Right. And it was like all nature-y. Like you could hear birds in the background and it sounded, as far as something called the Connecticut show, you couldn't have received like a better ambiance uh, backdrop for what we were doing. 
we could have done it better for sure, but like for for some opening shows called the Connecticut Show, we were pretty on on yeah. point. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. So we're coming up on the hour, Terrence. I feel like Ooh. we've we have uh, reminisced. It's episode twenty five. We have reminisced about that first episode that the the coming of the Connecticut Show. You've told our listeners who we've promised a T-shirt to that those are coming and ordered. Uh, we have spoken about like some of the cultural Did nuances. I promise. You said, hey, if there's one thing I promise in this world, it's that these are ordered and they're going out to who we said they're going out to. You know, I will say, since I've been saying that you've been saying the right thing the whole time, I'm going to say that's right too. Fair enough. Good, good. Good on us. Um, and I think for for a 25th episode, for us just to take a, a deep breath and say this is where it all began, I think that's okay. Here, he's got the drumsticks. Here we go. I have no idea how annoying that is. Like, that could be awful. I apologize. It's not that bad. If you are listening to us live on the radio, happy Sunday. I uh, hope you're enjoying a nice, pleasant drive to wherever you're going or out gardening. Make yourself Indeed. a sandwich. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, thank you. We're going to start having some podcast-only content in the very near future. Uh, if there's anything you would like from from whatever that is, Terrence has some grand ideas, uh, but we do have some ideas for what we... Terrence has some great ideas for what we, we, we'll start adding for those of you who are subscribing to the podcast. Thank you for doing that. If you have any feedback, and thank you, this is starting to pick up. We're actually starting to get emails and feedback info at connecticut.show or just go to www.connecticut.show uh, and leave us a feedback uh, message in the feedback form. Also, thank you, Bonbon Vivant. For bringing us in and taking us out as always. I love you. The person who met you originally says he likes you, but I love you. Like-like, though. Yeah, two likes. It's a real like. Yeah. And I want to give a shout out to, again, one of our listeners, because they gave us some feedback and Travis needs to be watching his back talking about Maine and flannels. Like he, like he ain't got no sense. <laughs> I, I thought I would get some so, guff from uh, my comments on the beaches last week, but the, it no, seems no. like the feedback that really offended someone was my take on Maynards. I don't know if they were, is it, are they called Maynards? I think they're called Maynards. Uh, don't mess that up. I, I don't know. Maybe that just offended someone. Yeah. I, I've heard it referred to as Maynards, but I think it was from someone in Maine. So I hope that's an okay. We'll figure that out too. Go we, we we are. I'm checking out Maine. I did ask because I've been down to go to the LL Bean store. Nice. But uh, you messing up, brother. I, I may have made a comment about how I felt in my experience in the wilder part of Maine, how I was expecting to see people in flannels with like an ax hung over their shoulder. That wasn't well received. That was not well received. Yeah, but you know, I, I'll protect you. I do appreciate it. I did I did immediately look up flannels in Maine though, and they are they're prevalent. I won't say it's like a completely dead uh observation that I made, but but I, I admit, I admit maybe it was an overgeneralization. I do I do <laughs> promise to look into that and then apologize if 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 warranted. Yes. But not willing to apologize just yet. Though. There's there's a picture there's a picture floating around out there that I gotta get permission to get. But you know, I think they still appreciate it. And thank you for thank you for listening. And you know who I'm talking about. Uh 
I don't know if we want to cover this in the next episode. Uh, you did go to the fall festival, but maybe we push that back one to our opening of fall. So next week, do we want to discuss fall and you lead in with the- with Hebron? The, yeah. Fall f- festival or fair. Our first fall festival of the year. Yep. Spoiler. It's just as good as the Big E, but <laughs> no fried butter, but- uh, it's still a little bit warm, I think, to talk about fall. We actually had a heat wave. We were in the 90s all last week. Indeed. We've cooled off to the 70s, and from what the forecast looks like, we're actually starting to head into cooler weather. Eh, who knows? So next week, let's do. Uh, let's start talking about fall festivals and, and what your experience was like at the... I'm not even going to... I'm, I'm going to pronounce it wrong. Hebron. The Hebron uh, Autumn Festival. Let's do it. All right. Hey, shout out to UConn cross country and all the cross country athletes out there doing their thing right now. Getting ready for the fall as y'all prepare for regionals. Well, excuse me, conference late October and regional and nationals in November. I appreciate you all putting in that mileage and doing work. Shout out to Run UC also as you prepare for your season. Run UC is a club team at University of Connecticut. Shout out to you all. Selfish shout outs. Just a, just a random question. Is the Boston Marathon near? Are we are we starting to come into that? Yeah, kind of. It's in April, but... It's not till April? I thought yeah. I just saw a headline. So as soon as you started saying cross country, uh, I thought I saw an article saying that we were starting to prepare for it. But it's not it's not until early next year. Yeah. Now I know. But hey, this is a good shout out. Shout out to Boston Marathon, one of the most they, famous marathons in the world, which is in... New England. I promise that anybody running that is preparing for it now. To shout out to all of you who are preparing for the Boston Marathon. I hope so. Yeah, we'll do an episode around March then. Uh, this is the Connecticut show for Travis Poppleton. And Terrence. Oh, sweet Jiminy. Abney. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening. Love, peace, and drumsticks. <laughs>